This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. This app lets restaurants and coffee shops charge to use the bathroom by Kyle Wiggers. Thanks to bans on pay toilets dating back to the 1970s, folks in the U.S. have become accustomed to enjoying free public restroom access pretty much anywhere their travels take them. Depending on the town or city, however, free-use bathrooms aren't necessarily plentiful or well-maintained for that matter. In lieu of stateside political momentum to build more and better public toilets, enterprising developers and entrepreneurs have attempted to tackle the problem in a number of ways. Beyond maps that track the locations of public restrooms, startups like Throne are deploying high-tech self-cleaning and self-contained portable toilets that can be reserved through a mobile app. But what about opening up the many, many business-owned bathrooms that already exist? A new venture launching at CES 2024, Flush, wants to do just that, renting out restrooms to customers across cafes, restaurants, hotels, and other high-traffic areas. USC computer science graduate El Jabo founded Flush after frustrating experiences trying to find public restrooms while on a diuretic medication. I'll never forget the day I went out for a big dinner and we all piled into the car to go hang out in Pasadena where I knew there'd be no open bathrooms, Jabo told TechCrunch in an email interview. We'd been driving for a couple of minutes when I had to force the car to stop at the nearest building, which in this case was a hospital. If being on this medication was a problem for me, I wondered how many other people it was a problem for. Flush is a double-sided marketplace for bathrooms, basically. Business owners can put their bathrooms up for rent, priced at a maximum of $10, and users can find and book available bathrooms through Flush's web-based app. Flush plans to take, but isn't currently taking, a cut of reservations. To combat bathroom soiling guests, Flush has a built-in rating system, which providers see when they're approving a restroom reservation. One hopes there are measures to prevent abuse, Jabo didn't say. Flush is also also exploring some form of insurance to compensate businesses in the event of guest-caused damage, for example, a major plumbing issue. By using Flush, a coffee shop or cafe can create an additional revenue stream without increasing overhead, Jabo said. On top of the added revenue stream, Flush provides a unique means for attracting new customers without any extra marketing. Jabo is quite gung-ho about the idea, proclaiming Flush could someday fix the distribution of bathrooms to people. But outside of buying coffee as a courtesy, I'm not convinced the average person would entertain paying $5 to use the bathroom, even in an emergency. Speaking as someone who didn't grow up in a country where paying for the toilet's the norm, it'd be a tough mental adjustment to make. Even Europeans might balk. Fee-based toilets in countries like Italy tend to be a lot cheaper, around a euro or so, than what Flush is currently asking. 
Now, to be fair, there are some situations, say a diaper change, where I could imagine a customer being able to justify Flush's fee, particularly if there aren't any other viable nearby options. And Japo envisions businesses creating Flush-exclusive entrances that let customers bypass lines and cover charges. Imagine a busy bar or club, which admittedly has some appeal. But the rent-a-restroom idea has been tried before, and not been met with wild success exactly. Good to go, much like Flush, once partnered with local businesses to rent out their bathrooms, charging a subscription fee that it split with owners. Despite securing early high-profile customers like Pete's Coffee and raising a $7 million seed funding round, Good to Go, which also used to work with businesses to renovate restrooms, eventually pivoted to selling general door-access control tech after failing to make the economics work. RestPace, another bathroom rental service, is still alive and kicking, but it charges on a per-minute use basis, example $15 for 15 minutes, a potentially more lucrative business model than Flush's. Even if Flush, which is launching in Pittsburgh to start, where Jabo's based, catches on, I think it'd eventually become tougher businesses to handle the logistics of figuring out who's purchased access to which bathroom and which customer's next in queue. Flush is considering purchasing smart locks to let users self-service, but Jabo hasn't committed to that idea yet. The elephant in the room is the harm platforms like Flush might do to those who can't afford to pay the fee. Some might argue it's incumbent on governments, not businesses, to build and service more public restrooms, and this writer doesn't disagree. But given that there doesn't appear to be much appetite for that sort of infrastructure spending, privately owned restrooms have become a vital resource for homeless populations who'd otherwise be forced to urinate or defecate in the street. Jabo doesn't see it that way, though. Homelessness is a growing problem, and some providers worry that a homeless person may destroy or soil the bathroom, she said. Flush provides a way to access and provide access to a clean, reliable bathroom. Airbnb was so successful because it provides something we all need, a roof over our heads, and Flush is doing the same for bathrooms. Flush, which Jabo is running and coding by herself, is currently bootstrapped. It's in the process of signing up businesses and lining up investors, hence the media tour at CES, and plans to hire an employee this year. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.